0: This is the Post-America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post-America. Mad Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post-America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. up everybody's richie post america podcast we're back we got a special guest this guy he calls a lot of mayhem one of the craziest fucking things i've seen the killer show he just had we got uh the singer from section eight <clears throat> section eight mistaken uh with uh the section we'll talk about that in a minute but yo uh mike how you doing man
1: i'm doing all right man how are you
0: not bad, not bad, yo. You got me so like gassed up and crazy because <laughs> yo, the footage from that show was like <laughs> it makes me never want to play a legal show again. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you probably got that vibe too.
1: I mean, definitely. I mean, the first thought I had the next day was, well, it might not ever be like that again.
0: You know? <laughs> but, totally. Uh, How can it? You could. Uh, you do that a few times, somebody somebody's gonna be dead like guaranteed uh, and then forget all hell break loose.
1: I mean, that was, that was my thought. Uh, when, when we were checking the spot out, you know, there was a lot of planning ahead of time. And, uh, that was <laughs> my first thought when I, first time I went there, we went there in the middle of the night and we're just fucking around, taking a look at things. And my first thought was, yo, someone's, someone's going to die here.
0: <laughs> yo, For no sure. Let, let's take it. Let's take, let's talk about the whole setup because, for those that don't know, you must have seen, uh, what date was it, Mike? What date?
1: It was, uh, it was the eighth. I think it was last Saturday. Okay. Was that
0: the 8th? Last Saturday show, the eighth, the yeah. incredible LA pop-up show that just hit the internet. You know, if, if you were in LA, I'm sure you knew about, you know, people knew about it, but everybody else was just like blindsided, like right. Mike Tyson hook. Nobody saw that coming. And, uh, at, at, uh Mike's band was one of the bands on the bill and there's just so much footage and uh I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about if not just go to go to uh Mike's band's Instagram section hate Instagram and uh and and just look at all the shit it's crazy so mike so you guys been how long have you been doing your thing with this band
1: uh let's see we 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 came out the the demo came out probably like was it 20 20- the end of 2018 or 2019? So I'm trying to remember. Uh, 2018. Yeah, okay. we, uh, like the very, the very end. I think we we played our first show December 2018.
0: Okay, um, that sounds right because I remember seeing uh an article from I think No Echo about you guys when 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 it when it was probably pretty fresh, and they were yeah. they were gassing it up big time. I checked it out back then and it was dope. So you've been doing your thing for a minute, and then what I totally, I didn't. What I didn't even put together was you're you're the guy from one of my favorite band names ever, Furious Styles. Yeah, uh, yeah, I used to do that band a long time that, ago. That is crazy, dude. I didn't even put it together. I got like, I'm like a half a retard to be honest. Like, uh, I got a real <laughs> bad memory, but when I like stuff, I can remember. And like I but, always said, I I love the name furious styles and i love the name clubber lang that new jersey band i just thought that was like good ideas to go that route but when we were Mm -hmm. talking the other day and and you reminded me about that i was like holy shit. so so that's cool bro so okay you've been doing your thing for a little while and definitely you know people talking like i said that no echo uh article was really dope and uh but this thing and then another thing we'll talk about later the uh the mayans thing But let's let's talk about this show. So are you like one of the I don't want to get you pinched or in trouble or anything either, if you can't talk about it. But are you one of the organizers of this show or were you just invited to play? We were.
1: Yeah, we were just along for the ride.
0: Um, The
1: uh, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, It's a band from out here called Dead City. Uh, It's a band. It's a crew of dudes, uh, punk rockers. Um, They've actually been doing this since last year. Uh, I would say this is probably like the sixth show they've done. Maybe I'm not, not remembering exactly. I haven't been to all of them. I've been to probably about five of them and, uh, them and, uh, collective group, tiny world. Uh, it's, it's, it's their thing. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is 100% their thing. We were just, you know, we're friends of theirs and, We just came along for the ride.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot, too, Dead City. And uh, I did notice, like, yeah, like uh, maybe two months ago, I saw footage from an L.A. show that looked like similar to this one, but maybe on a lesser scale as far as the amount of people. But it was like total mayhem. Like, you know, kids in like those wrestling masks going crazy, fucking (laughs) huffing, fucking spray paint cans, whatever they were doing. And and, uh, so that's all from uh, the same group then, huh?
1: Yeah, they've uh, they've done they've done these pop up shows uh all over you know and, it, and it, the location moves uh you know you gotta bounce it around a little bit but uh they uh yeah the show you're probably talking about there was one in, in Lafayette Park that was uh I wasn't quite as big as this but I mean that's when that's when uh I mean I was like yo there's there's a thousand people here like yo this shit is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was pretty massive it, there was a there was a couple they did it and in uh in echo park like right by the lake and uh i actually missed the first one i had to drive a friend to the airport and i rolled over in the middle of the night and it was just kind of wrapping up so i didn't end up stopping i stopped by but i didn't i didn't really see anything and uh i had been to two of them before that and they uh I ended up seeing drone footage from the from the Echo Park, with well, the first Echo Park one. And I was like, yo, this is starting to this is <laughs> turning into something. You know what I mean? Like it was like it was, you know, once you see it from above, you're like, yo, this is kind of this is pretty fucking crazy, you know. And and uh so they did, a, you know, there was another Echo Park one and I went to that and uh everybody's hanging out and The conversation kind of started about like, maybe we should play one of these. Um, Well, it started with uh, Alpha and Omega, uh, who's not a band anymore, uh, wanting to. They were like, you know, let's play again. Let's play one of these. Let's uh, that would be, you know, it's like, you know, we're not a band anymore. They they were kind of like, oh, we're not a band. Might as well, you know, let's let's get back together one time. Just play one of these just for fun, you know, just for the fuck of it. And
0: just for L.A., you know. And yeah, Alpha Omega, I, that, that was a, that was a dope band. I was real surprised to see them on the bill, to, to be honest.
1: Yeah, they were they were the first. I mean, they they decided to do it. They decided to do it first. And, you know, they, they, they're just good friends of ours. And they were like, you know, you guys should do it, too. And that was pretty much it. We're like, all right, you know what? Um, well, fuck it. Let's run it. You know, this will be.
0: uh, You know, I, I had some apprehension at first um what was what was your apprehension anything in particular uh i mean i mean it's stupid it's
1: it's, it's just you know i overthink everything you know and so i'm like i don't know i'm kind of like oh, this is a good idea This is not a good idea and then you know i had to sit on it for i sat on it for a couple of days was just like all right i'm gonna think about it and then i'm like yo this shit's hella fun i go to all these things anyway why would i not play yeah and then, uh, yeah, after that, it was, it was, you know, it's a wrap. I'm like, let's just do it.
0: Fuck it. Yo, you got to play it. It's in your blood. If you don't play it, what are you doing? What are you on the sidelines? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love, seeing, like- I love seeing what L.A. H- is doing and has been doing. And when I saw that f- footage that you mentioned, like the older shows, I was psyched. But it was like more kind of like not in my realm because it was real heavy on the punk rock side which i love but i don't i'm not as familiar you know with the the hardcore that's my home so when this one popped up and i seen you guys on it alpha omega on it then i'm like okay now there's like a a, now i feel even more connected to this this shit is dope like i want to see hardcore bands get unruly and fucking do shit that's wild you know what i mean so so respect on that man so when you said you were apprehensive were you apprehensive because of the pandemic or just because of, of, of law? You didn't want to get like, what was it?
1: Uh, I mean, it's neither of those things. I just start. I just start. I, I just start overthinking. I'm just like, you know, uh, you know, I mean, even even was even, even, you know, a band is a, is a unit. You know what I mean? It's a fucking squad. So, I'm, you know, I started thinking, I'm like, I wonder if every person in the band will want to do this. You know what I mean? That That sort of thing. Just okay. like. nothing too crazy i didn't think about it that much i was just kind of like uh you know i I didn't just outright be like yeah let's go and then uh i just sit on it for about a day and then i'm like you know what the fuck am i even talking about of course i want to do this you know and it's my favorite thing in the world and i'm already you know and it's like i'm already hanging out going to these anyway why would i not do this you know yeah for sure and i think like the the thing that made me want to do it the most more than anything there's something real special going on out here with like you know the fact that there were no shows for an entire you know however long a year whatever it is and for some people like myself you know I started to realize that that's really the only thing I like doing I don't really have other I have interests you know what I mean here and there little things that I like doing but I, I don't really have like any sort of Hobby or anything outside of punk and hardcore and metal and any other kind of show, rap, you know, anything I like to go see, like li- like live music situations. That's that's all. I, that's what I like to do. You know what I mean? I'll go to four, I feel
0: that hundred percent agree. 100%. Four or five
1: shows a week, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And and then I realize it's just like, oh wow, I'm really fucking bored. Uh, you know, we try to get creative with band stuff. Like, okay, what can we do during this? Like, what can we do to fill this time up? And it was like, yo, I'm going fucking crazy. You know what I mean? I I don't, I don't know. I'm not into other stuff. And, but something cool that I've noticed with these, because I'm not the only one that feels like that. So you have all these different types of people that came out of these different scenes. You know what I mean? Punk, like weird, just, you know, even like rap shit. Like everybody, everybody's coming from all these different walks of life are coming together for these shows because the lineups are so diverse and it's basically everybody that is ready to say, fuck it, let's go. And we're all playing together and everybody's getting along and everybody's becoming friends with each other. And I don't know, it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's just, you know, it's unifying all these underground movements into one big movement. Wow. And- yeah. So there were rap acts on that, on that bill. I mean, not like straight rap. I mean, there was just just different stuff. It's a dude, dude named Nate No Face played, and he mm-hmm. sort of does like sit like weird synths kind of dude. I don't know how to describe it. You kind of just got to go listen to it. Nate, he's No-Face? Got to, you know, he's yeah, Nate No Face. i check it out. Um, and he he does you know he does his thing, and it you know sonically it sounds nothing like what any of us are doing. You know, but we're on you know we're all on the same wave here. You know, I, I fuck with that dude so it's 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 just we're out here doing our thing whatever it may be and you know we're like one thing i missed from being a little kid was like the mixed bill you know what i mean you go see a fucking show and it's like uh we did we did something like this in in brooklyn maybe 2 years ago where mm-hmm. we played with like an oi band a rapper a like spooky kind of like synth dancey sort of band uh, and just a straight like hardcore punk band like the lineup every single band sounded different and you know we put it together like that on purpose to see you know to see what would happen and that's something i missed from being a kid was that sort of thing and it seems to be making this crazy comeback now because you know options are li- it's honestly mostly because options are limited with shows you can't you don't you can't afford to just like stay in your little fucking zone you know what i mean you got to you got to mix it up now
0: yeah, and you're right, you're right about the show and and the shows, they kind of did seem like, in my opinion, they got stagnant because you'd have six to eight of the same same band almost. You know what I mean, right? And and, and as far as the uh, the wardrobe, it's hundred percent boom. Everybody's got that same shit on. <laughs> and it's, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean I, I I love those shows too, but I, I totally agree because uh, you know. I'm an older gentleman and I do remember going early on and seeing like, why the, like now I would say, why would that band play with this band? But back then there was no question, you know, you you would expect to see, you know, the thrash band with, with a band. And the next guy got a Mohawk and next dude's got high tops and, you know, exactly. And and that's, that's like a thing in LA. Now you think it's coming back like that a little bit. It it really feels like it. I mean, it, it
1: feels like, uh, there's because there's other there's you know you know low-key there's other people that are trying that are gonna you know that are being inspired by these things and wanting to do their own sort of shit and like you know we have friends that are just straight rappers and shit like that that are like oh we should do a thing together and i'm like you know we're like yeah definitely like that would be awesome you know I, i wanna i wanna play for whoever wants to be there You know what I mean? Like, it's not to me. I, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, I just want a strictly hardcore crowd. You know what I mean? Especially too, because, you know, and I saw it the other day, I'm like, yo, when we play for punks, that shit goes off. They fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and I grew up in that world. That was where I came from. And so for me, I feel just as strong a connection to punk rock as I do just like straight punk rock as I do, to, as I do to hardcore. I love it all. I love both of it. You know what I mean? Both those things. And I feel like they're not that I've always thought they were, I'm like, yo, it ain't that different. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, you know, maybe your clothes look a little different, but there's no reason we shouldn't be fucking with each other.
0: No, you're totally right. And and the thing about the punk scene is, you know, I'm not trying to insult the hardcore scene, but maybe the punk scenes less, judgmental and ready to just have a good time uh, no that, matter who they see as long as the band is kicking they're they're into it and they're gonna they're gonna react and they're gonna you're gonna have movement where you could be a dope band but if the kids don't know you in the scene they'll be like hmm we're not yo, we're not sure if we're gonna that, pop off for this band yet. You know that's we gotta, I mean you gotta get that's, okayed that's, first for some reason. You know it's like that.
1: That's absolutely true. I mean that's that's you know I mean that's not even you know that punk rockers they, they look, you know, they look up on the stage and they see, you know, we don't look like them necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we're and we are, you know, we're a little older. Like, I don't kind of hung my spiky jacket up and <laughs> all that, you know, but it's still in the closet. But, you know, I don't, you know, not I'm I'm I'm, I'm dressed a little more comfortably, you take know, it out, and that's what, take it out, though. Bring it back. <laughs> and it's OK. You know what I mean? It's like it's the kind of thing where it's like. You get up there and you and you get on the stage and there, and there is there you're right there is no judgment. They didn't look up there and go, "Oh, these dudes, you know, look like this," like and then turn their nose up at us. They were like, they were just, they were ready for it. They were like, "What does this sound like?" You know what I mean? And the yeah. second that shit hit, it was fucking chaos. You know, right yeah, away they,
0: they do bug out. The punks bug out. I saw it, and you told me you were at that New York show.
1: Yeah, I actually I flew out to uh I went out uh. That the like the week before that, I, I went to Rhode Island. I went to the Madball DVD oh, yes. show in Rhode Island. Uh, I went to Tompkins Square, and I went to the Brooklyn show the next day.
0: Damn, you got it in, man! Good for you,
1: dude. I, I the second I saw it, it it's funny because we we just did a little run with with Madball and DVD right before everything shut down. It was like one of the last things we did. Yeah, and so. I had just gotten done seeing that lineup, you know, for a week. And then when those shows popped up, I was like, Oh, I just, let's, let's just, let's just turn the pause. That's it. Let's turn the pause button off. Let's just keep it going. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go do it again because it's been a year and there's no place I'd rather be than there. No you know? place I'd
0: rather be, that's the truth. And you probably know, you probably, uh, well, you witnessed Tom, Thompson square park, the, uh, big punk element out there and those those punks were not they didn't look at mad and be like ah, i don't know about this they were just like this is dope and you know they this is this is my chance to get it out i came here to see a show you know so what you yep. like what you were saying before
1: that was that was like the first thing i noticed when we, we walked into Tompkins square park was like i was like okay there's like there's like 20 squatters sitting on the ground here i'm like this is cool this is like this is everybody's here you know what i mean it's not it's like you know, like we're saying here, it's not just uh, hardcore people or just skinheads or just whatever. you know what I mean. It, I was like, oh, that's, that's a that's a that's a little bit of, little bit of everybody here,
0: you know. Yeah, and, dope mix, and that's that's the same thing I witnessed looking at the the footage in LA. And uh, so so when you so you saw the you know you saw that show in the park, and then you played the LA show. Did you find it odd the reaction from? from the the Twitter mob, like it was seemed almost like, like, uh, did you guys, well, maybe I'm wrong. Did you guys catch heat for that or not? Were people like, um, if, if, if we did, I'm
1: giving it zero attention. Uh, I got no no time for any of that.
0: Uh, You're, you're smart.
1: I will say this one, you know, um, I mean like directly, like if anybody was really trying to get at me, uh, that, like you know, some people will go straight 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 to uh, no one did that. Um, nah, there was you know, it. there's some comment section shit, but like like I said, I, I don't read it. I, I I have I have no time or patience for that type of shit because straight up, like like if you don't like me or what we're doing, then what do I have to talk to you about? You know what I mean? I got I I don't want to win you over. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> you know That's I don't care. Right.
0: I like okay. that. See, I wish I could be like that more because I'm too <laughs> like a. I get excited almost, like you know, I kind of live to argue and fucking shit like that. But I, you know, <laughs> I, you can't, you can't beat somebody on Twitter. You just fucking can't do it. You know, it's like. But I got I got, a, I got a long commute for work, so the whole time I'll just be like, ah, I killed my hour ride with fucking Twitter beef.
1: Right, right, right. I, 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 you know, it, it, it. I've no, I noticed within any kind of like internet arguing is I find it it ends up bleeding into my like real life. You know what I mean? I end up, I'll go, if I'm going somewhere, I'll get where I'm going. I'll stop paying attention to what someone's saying. And then I'll be pissed off for an hour. Uh, And and I'm like, I got, you know, I got fucking emotional problems. I'll sit here and be mad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're better off not messing with that shit then. Don't even.
1: Yeah. I I know. I know that it's the best thing for me to not, to not do that. So I just, I ignore it, you know, and especially too, when there's so much positivity coming from people and just, you know, nice things being said, I'll just read that. You know, I think that's cool. I, 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 it, I, most people like people that would DM us about it and you say, it was the greatest night of their fucking life or whatever, you know, I'll talk to them, you know, cause I like, I, I, I like having a nice conversation about something.
0: Yeah. So. And you know, so if, those, if, if people told you that they're telling you the truth, because like you said, people have not seen a regular average mediocre show for a year never mind one of the best shows they will ever see and it and it just that's like their first show back you know what i'm saying so you you might have you might have blew it for them though they'll be like now to be like you know chasing that dragon you know looking for ah it's gotta happen again it gotta happen again can it happen again can you guys do something like that again or is it (laughs) too hot out there not um it's
1: not i mean how Dude, I don't want to say it'll never happen again because like that's just you, you just you never know. But uh,
0: there's I mean, the uh, level of heat. Like, could you guys, you know, because I saw the, the news footage. Are they, are they like watching? Are they going to are they going to like have an ear to the street now to see if you guys try to do this shit again?
1: I mean, I'm certain. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like Ooh. it was it, to me. I mean, it was it obviously like from it. It was obviously an inconvenience for some people. Uh And uh I mean, I have, uh, we'll just, we'll see what happens next. You know, I don't really, I don't really know. Oh, you um, got some
0: shit planned. I could already tell you got shit planned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know, yeah. Maybe. Good
0: for you. That's it. Fuck everybody. You do what you want. Yes. I love yes, that shit. I love that shit. Yeah. Because, okay. So, you're showing off. And right before that, there was a decent amount of just like hate towards what happened in New York and saying how dangerous it was and how the show was like, a, you know, for, for white boys and racists and this and that. And then when the other one popped off, you know, because I, I was eyeballing, I was watching. I saw a lot of the same people were OK with it. And, you know, they didn't find it unsafe and this and that. There was I did see some haters. You know, some people just hate for no reason. But I, sure. I didn't I didn't understand like the like the the difference, like how people saw one thing as a, a, a racist hate fest, and then the next thing was like <laughs> the best show ever. Like I was just I was so uh bummed. I like you know, I had a ball playing the show, it was a great show, but uh I you know, like you said, sometimes you let that stuff get to you. So I was a little bummed out by some of the reaction out there
1: for sure i mean it's it's people people just people like to draw these hard lines like they just like to you know it, they say these these everybody wants to speak in absolutes like like you know this is the worst thing and then and then it's one of those things where it's like yeah well now you just said this is the worst thing so like the next time this happens you can't say it's the best thing you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah. you look like a fucking idiot and it's it it's just uh like I said, I really try not to pay attention to that shit. You're, like,
0: smart, you're smart, you're smart. I
1: just, you know, I, 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 uh, I do think that, I mean, there's a lot of irony there. Um, and people, you know, people are just, I mean, people are just going to do that. I, I don't have a lot of faith in a lot of people.
0: Uh, yeah, bummed me out, man. Made me feel like yo, like like fifty percent of the scene is just false core. You're not hardcore, you're false core. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? But yeah, I'm not. Listen, I gotta calm down. And plus, (laughs) another dope thing that happened though, like you know, is this the season finale of the Mayans? Oh yeah, and, and then the band the band has a song on there. How did that whole that whole thing come about?
1: I mean that was okay. Well, well, first off, the timing on that was like impeccable, just because you know we're having a good week. And oh uh,
0: yeah, I, it was almost like you had a, a master publicist. You dude, know, like. it was
1: <laughs> it, it literally was it, it just it was just it just happened to it just happened to happen like that. Like it was one of those things where the uh, um, the Mayans thing. I was actually, if you look closely, I was actually in the episode also. But uh, uh oh,
0: shit, you got to be yeah, a regular but, son.
1: And the very, f- I was on, uh, you know, I do extra work sometimes and, uh, cause it's LA and it's just a, one of many things you can do to make money here. And, uh, I, uh, I was in another episode, probably like, I think it was like maybe episode five or six, uh, just for a second, you know, you see me for five seconds. Um, and, uh, as a playing of Mayan and, uh, in this, uh, in this, actually in this final episode in the final scene, if anybody ever watches it. Final scene, look in the bottom right corner and I'm pointing a gun at somebody. Oh so, shit. Yeah. So I mean, I'm that was uh, you know, I did that. Um my old friend uh Elgin James, he runs the show. It's uh, you know, and he's from you know, he's from hardcore. Hardcore you know, guy, which, yeah, man. Yeah, right. Righteous jams, wrecking crew. Uh he was uh Forced reality. He was he was in a lot of bands, and you know, it's been around a long time. And he, uh, you know, he, he had hit me up about getting a song uh, on the show, and you know, we just had to. It was just, it was pretty, pretty much as simple as that. You know, Beautiful. it was That's just awesome, man. What he knew it would fit would fit the scene, and yeah, we uh, made it happen.
0: So did he pick the song, or did he say just throw me a song you guys like? He,
1: uh, yeah, he picked the song out of uh, stuff. I mean, it, it hasn't really been, you know, it hasn't been announced yet. We got, we have we got an LP on the way. And so I, I shot it over to him and was like, pick the one that makes the most sense to you. And cool. uh, yeah. So, you, yeah. You know what?
0: I, I tried something similar. I got a connection to the Sons of Anarchy show, right? Mm-hmm. My mother's cousin is the guy that played the sheriff in that show. Oh, that's crazy. His name is <laughs> his name is Dayton Cali. Okay. And uh, I met him a few times when I was young. I don't know him too well, you know. My mother's been dead for for forever. But uh, I remember on Facebook way back when when Sons was like popping. I was like, damn, that homie's on that show. And I hit him up on Facebook like, yo, if you ever need some music for your show, let me know. He never even replied to me that much. He didn't even fucking respond ah. to my shit. <laughs> Oh, that that sucks. Sucks. Meanwhile, my own blood don't reply, but your hardcore friend, he fucking hooked you up. See? Yeah, that's, man. I mean, is beautiful, baby. That's exactly it. And especially too,
1: if you come out of this world, you know, someone like, like Elgin is obviously has, he's on a new path these days with, with, with filmmaking and whatnot, mm-hmm. but, uh, he didn't forget his friends. You know what I mean? He didn't forget where he came from and you know, and, and it's very, uh, it's very apparent with, uh, you know, when he's, is in a situation that he has some control over, you know, he'll put fools
0: on. So beautiful. That's great, man. It's cool. And let's, let's take you back then. All right. We got the recent events out of the way. They were big. You know, everybody wanted to hear about that shit. And, and I tell everybody, check the footage out of this show from all people's personal, you know, phones, different angles. Uh, the first oh, real, real, I,
1: real, 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 real quick. Ahead, before ahead, I forget ahead. also shout out born and raised for, uh, helping with the event as well uh clothing brand from out here uh big la thing and they uh they were also they also had a hand in some of the some of the organizing and uh, i did, promotion I did see that there.
0: a lot yeah i saw that i saw like a like a combo maybe like a what do you call that collab type thing with dead city in them right yeah like that shirt mm-hmm. i yeah. see their shit out here to be honest i see that shit out here
1: Oh yeah, that's just worldwide, but you know it's, it's, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a big LA thing, and you know they 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 had a hand in things too, and so shout out to them for sure. Damn, really, also helped get a lot of eyes on the thing,
0: you know. Very, very cool, yeah. Yo, yo, born raised. Throw me some gear, come on, baby, lace, <laughs> lace me up. I'll bring it out to East Coast, son. Yeah, <laughs> this, this shit looks dope, though. I like it. I'd like it. So oh, let's yeah. let's take you let's take you back, though, back way back. Where are you born at?
1: i was born in kansas city actually
0: (laughs) no way get out
1: here really yeah i'm from the middle of the country uh i've lived a lot of places but i was was born i was born in kansas city i grew up in southern california uh not in la actually i'm not from here uh i grew up in uh ocean like oceanside which is like north county san diego uh and then i bounced around i lived in seattle for 10 years uh been in LA like twelve. Okay, probably cool. 12, twelve years, something like that.
0: So, uh, how long? Did, like you, you were born in Kansas City. Did you spend any significant time there? No, nah, I just got out right away.
1: Nah, we. I, my family moved when I was like probably like two or three. I don't even remember it.
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna ask you about the barbecue out there, but no big
1: deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I heard that and shit is
0: good, but what do I know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like. I really don't know a lot about where, where, where I'm from. Actually. I, I know gotcha. very little. I didn't you're, go back You're a there. West so Coast was,
0: guy. Yeah. You're a West Coast 100%, 100%. guy. hundred percent. hundred percent. So yep. how, how, what age and stuff, how, what, when did you get into this kind of music? You said early on you were more of a punk guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I, I was probably about 10 when I first kind of decided that what I was into, you know what I mean? When you start like getting your own mind, you know, and you're not listening to the music that like your parents listen to in the car or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and you probably remember this, like probably around like 1990, 91 ish, you know, heavy metal was really was very mainstream and it had gotten very big. You know, Metallica Black Album or like, you know, just Guns N' Roses, things like that. Um, Suicidal Tendencies was another one, Mm -hmm. like especially here, especially out here. uh, You know, that shit was on the radio and, you know, we're little kids skating around and shit with the fucking boom box listening to the local radio station and that shit was all we were hearing and we were like yo i think this is what we're into you know what i mean like fucking that sort of stuff i got you know i it, it, it got my attention very early on and that was probably where it started. I mean, the first shows I saw, I mean, I guess you call them shows, but like concerts, but like my my dad took me to see Guns N' Roses and Metallica and Body Count wow. in 19, 1992. I was I was 10 years old.
0: Yo, your dad did a good thing for you right there, bro. Yes,
1: yes he did. That's
0: <laughs> sick. I would love that show right now. I would love that show.
1: <laughs> Fucking same. I uh that was a that, you know, that was a game changer. I was really into Body Count like they came out and they were really like really you know they were ruffling feathers they were pissing the government off they oh, were yeah. you know they were scaring people they were they were scaring the establishment and you know that they, they they were such a such a different thing you know like cuz it's like oh this you know this is this dude that's a rapper but now he's doing a heavy metal thing and you know somehow his heavy metal thing is saying fuck you more than any of his rap shit ever did You know what I mean? Like, it was so, it shook things up so much and made, you know, made the government, the police, you know, the establishment in general, very uneasy. And I was like, there was something about that. I was like, I really like that. I like, you know, I felt like I wasn't, maybe I wasn't like everybody else. You know what I mean? I don't want to fit. I don't want to fit it. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be normal, you know? And, It really, it was just really, really, really caught my attention. And yeah, I mean, I started going to shows a lot when I was, you know, that, that age from about 10 to 10 to about 13, just like, I mean, I saw everybody I saw, you know, saw Suicidal, saw the Ramones, uh, saw like, you know, I caught the, I caught the tail end of the Ramones, which I am eternally grateful for.
0: Yeah, man. You got to witness that. Very cool.
1: I'm way too young for it, you know what I mean? I should, it shouldn't yeah. have happened, but uh, you know, I remember seeing them, and it was like, dude, that play your songs ten times faster live, like play five songs without stopping. Like this is so crazy looking, you know? It's so crazy sounding, mm-hmm. and I was, I was, I was hooked. You know, I saw that. I mean, I saw a lot of stuff then, you know, a lot of like just alternative music, heavy metal stuff, uh, kind of whatever I could go to. You know what I mean? Like whatever I could pull off i was there you know because i mean it was like i I saw stuff like that but then i saw like pearl jam too you know what i mean like whatever smashing pumpkins like music guy basically yeah i just i i I was very you know i i had it i hadn't narrowed it down to like exactly what i was fucking with just yet it was like if it was even remotely like heavy metal alternative punk whatever i i was i was in you know what i mean i was i was about it that's what i liked
0: and was there a time when the uh, the influence of hardcore captured you? Like, did uh, could you remember a time, or was it just like a slow it, thing? And the next thing you know, you're in the scene.
1: It was, it was, it was weird because i had I had a little bit of a, a hiatus from everything from 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 age thirteen to fifteen. I was, I was, I lived at a, a facility for bad kids. So, oh, I lived yes. in the middle. I lived in the in the in a cabin in the middle of the woods, 30 miles from civilization for a couple years. And so, when you stay somewhere like that, you're we're not allowed to have music at all, and we weren't allowed to associate with subculture in any way. So, I kind of like it was like my life got put on pause. So, I wasn't really, uh, all, all, all i knew about anything at that point was all was just conversations we had um with people there because people from all over the country were stuck in this place mm. and i actually that was kind of my first experience with hardcore was there was a friend of mine still my best friend in the world um we've been friends since done bands together shit like that and he was from new york and you know he was a fucking you know punk rocker but, you know, punk rockers from New York, they also listen to stuff like Warzone and Cro-Mags and, and, and all that. And he's the first person that ever told me about Warzone. Oh, so, damn. so I was like, he had, you know, I think he had like some article maybe out of Thrasher magazine or something like that about some about Warzone. It was hanging up on his wall and for a little while they, they made him take it down. But uh, it was there for a second. I was like, what's that? You know, I'm like what? Tell me. Tell me about what that is.
0: Yeah cuz when you see like the imagery of Warzone the artwork before you even know the band it does look kind of like interesting like what is that shit is this like I mean, a militant type fucking thing what's up with these dudes And and it, what I
1: what I I was trying to figure out you know I didn't understand hardcore yet I I just thought it was like I was like I just thought it was like you know like punk that sounded a little different like I was like like American skinhead music like I thought that like you know I'm like oh this is just that you know this is just punk rock you know yeah. and i didn't quite understand you know at this point i'm like 14 years old so i didn't really understand what hardcore was like i i i just thought it was all punk and i once i got out of this place you know i was probably like 15 and i started really actively going to shows and you know at that point i was like i was just a straight up punk like i i you know looked like i was in the exploited or some shit yeah, and nice. you know that and that's what i and i like that stuff and that was what I was mostly into, but I had this soft spot for uh, New York hardcore because to me it wasn't so far removed from everything else I liked. You know, musically, the, the vibe felt the same to me, you know, and it was like I listened to a lot of oi and I was like, well, this kind of looks the same, you know, this looks it looks the same and, it, and it's fast. Um and yeah, just you know, there were the certain bands that that the like kind of the very basics of, of things, Warzone, Crow Mags, uh, this, uh, Agnostic Front, you know, for uh, first time I saw Agnostic Front, I was like 16 probably. And I, you know, same shit. I was like, yo, this isn't, this is just, this is just, this is hardcore, but it's, it's just punk to me, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. and they were doing, that was when, I don't know if you remember this, that was when AF was doing, they did that, that unity fest tour and they were touring with punk bands. So it was like yep. AF dropped Dick Murphy's, uh, maximum penalty, U.S. Bombs. It was super, super mixed up bill. And, uh, I liked, you know, I liked U.S. Bombs also. I liked Dropkick at the time. And, uh, like, I, I, I the first couple records still. I think they're great, but, uh, they, uh, you know, I saw that and I was like, this is, you know, again, that was, that was sort of, I, started, I was sort of started leaning towards hardcore a little bit that, you know, I was like, this is, this is, this is cool, but I was still, you know, doing, you know, just super punk. And, i feel like hardcore happened for me i moved to seattle washington and when i was 17 i was just living on the street i wasn't really doing much and i I ended up up there and i just got that city is very small and everybody kind of knew each other so i started getting to know people from from hardcore just like accidentally uh I had a homie that I had a telemarketing job. I remember I like lived in a car at the time and, and like worked this shitty telemarketing job. And there was a, a, a kid that sat next to me doing, doing the same job as me. And he was like, he, we, we, we bonded, It's kind of, it's kind of goofy, but like, we both like 25 to life for some reason, you know, that was like a, a that was our like thing that we both were into and that we became friends.
0: What year you know was what that? I mean?
1: this was probably like like 99 i think yeah
0: 25 was kicking at that at that time
1: yeah and i i was i was you know and he was just a straight he was like a, a straight edge just a straight edge hardcore kid you know super like you know 2x hoodie fucking type motherfucker and i was you know just a just more of a, a punk rocker and sort of bonded over that became friends and i you know I played a show. I remember with uh, I had a like a like a punk, I just had this punk band then, and we played a house show with like the local, like kind of I hate you know, I hate to use this term but like like the tough guy hardcore band of of the town. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they, they played, we played.
0: Their did set was the fucking. We know the uh, They were
1: the. They were a band called Contingent. They were like they were just a local band in okay. Seattle, and they they never really you know I think they played the Bay and stuff, but that was about it. They never really did a lot um and uh and they were great and uh we played with them and i just remember like watching their set and it was so crazy to me like it was like yo these fools are killing each other there's blood on the ceiling like <laughs> and this and that and like you know when i was a little kid then and i was like these fools are like you know they're, they're only about four or five years older than me but you know that age gap when you're a 17 year old is like it's huge you yeah, know what definitely. i mean and they, they, they were they were you know they were a little intimidating and i remember being like like, I remember them being super cool to us. I was like, oh, these dudes are real nice. This is fucking sick. These guys are very, like, you know. They're, they're, and, and it turns out most of them, used you know, they all used to be punks. So they were, they they thought, you know, they saw a little bit of themselves in us. And they were cool. And I just kind of gravitated towards that. I was, I I wanted to be a part of that. You know, I wanted to, Yeah, you know, I was fucking, after that I was like, you know, I'm going to be a skinhead and then just slowly moved into hardcore. And that was, that was pretty much it, you know, started going to those shows just as much. And, but realistically, I never stopped going to punk shows. I never stopped. I never, that my taste didn't change. I just added to it. You know,
0: what's your favorite punk band? You think? (laughs) Shit. If you had to pick one, if you had to, it's almost impossible, but.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's you know, there's there's different bands that that I have that hold a special place in my heart, you know, since I was little. You know, I I love the Exploited, um, but then I also, you know, it's totally to me, it's totally different. I love the Germs. That's like my my yeah. you know number one L.A. punk hardcore thing is the Germs, and uh, then you know, then and I also like like Rancid. I love Rancid, you know, and I know that that's like. You know, some people have, will look at a band like that as like, oh, you know, that's like some Green Day shit, but it's definitely not. And no. I love Green Day, too. Yeah, you can't
0: love- say Rancid like Green Day. Anybody says it's that's not. crazy, though. It's
1: crazy. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound the same at all. And I love Green Day, actually, also, because I loved them when I was 11, 12 years old. You know what I mean? I still love them. Yeah. But, like, Rancid, to me, is like, I noticed nowadays, especially, you know, I'm 39 years old, I get in the car, and if I can't think of what to put on, I just put Rancid on.
0: Smart choice. Like, that's choice.
1: just my that's my go-to. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just put, I'll just put this on. It always sounds good.
0: Well, to me, Rancid has Lars, right? And t- uh-huh. l- I think Lars's voice is like one of the best voices out there. And his song, like, I love his thing with the, uh, the Bastards. Oh yeah. yeah, I like the
1: second. I like the
0: second record. The a lot. second one is great. I love that beginning yeah. to end. I would put yeah. that against some of my favorites, like I might listen to that just as much as Appetite for Destruction or something like that. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that second record, but let me go back. Cause while you were talking, I didn't want to interrupt you, but when you said you were in that facility for those two years and it was mm-hmm. kind of like you were, you know, void of all the subculture and this and that, do you think that place helped you in life at all? Or did it just hurt you? I
1: mean, I would say it hurt a lot of people. It hurt most people that went there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at that point, you know what I mean? I had a, I, I ended up there because of having a naturally rebellious nature to myself. So because of that, it helped me not get too fucked up from it because in my brain, everything that's getting told or done or said to me, I'm just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like I was so, I was against the grain the whole time. I escaped nine times. Like I kept escaping. That was, (laughs) I, I wasn't, you know, I would be like, hitchhiking across Oregon and shit when I'm like 13 years old, just trying to escape this place. Like I was always trying, I was always pushing back and, you know, at the time it made my life harder, but in the grand scheme of things, like my brain is good. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. fucked up from it now.
0: And I was just wondering, cause you're, you're obviously a, a like a rebellious type and also totally into music and the, the scene and subcultures. So Taking that away from you, I didn't know. Like, you know, how's that gonna like a personality like yours? I didn't know if it would help or hurt. The, it, it it hurts. I mean,
1: like one of the. I mean, one of the worst things, you know. And and my mom did it, and I love my mother. And like, and 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 it, and she, you know, she she thinks she's doing the right. She thought, you know, she was trying to raise me, and that was not an easy job, I'm sure. And they, you know, some I remember, like you know, when I was a little kid, like I had my like spiky leather jacket, and like I got in trouble, and she took it away from ah. me. You know, she she's like, "I'm taking your jacket away," and I was like, "Yo, you're you're taking, you don't like to you. That's a piece of clothing. To me, that's like part of my identity. Like you're you can don't take that away. Don't take that from your fucking kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like that's like you, you, it's not a piece of clothing to them. It's 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 part of who they are.
0: And wow, you're and right, man. Yeah, that 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 makes sense.
1: They, and the that's part of how the how the place I went to kind of breaks you down is they kind of strip you of your identity. They, they, you know, I remember I get there, I got there the first day and, then, you know, I got my suitcases with my clothes in it and shit. And they, they they had this thing where like, well, we got to check your clothes and see what you have and what is allowed and what isn't. And they went through and every single shirt that was a band shirt, they took away.
0: Those motherfuckers, you know yeah, what they're, they're worth like, now,
1: hey, those hey. shirts. Oh, dude, for real. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they just sent them back, back, back to my, my mother's house. But they, like... Like I, that's when I knew I was in, that's when I knew I was like, yo, this, this, this isn't, this isn't going to be easy. You know what I mean? Like, because they, they took all this stuff away and they're like, basically they just, they just want you, you know, to be as, as bland as possible. And they, and they, they try you know, they, they dress it up as something else. Like it's fucking good for you or something. But, uh, the reality of it is, it's like, they, they want to strip you of your identity. They want you to just be, you know, Anything you're passionate about, they're like, oh, let's let's take that away. Oh, you're into skateboarding. Well, you can't have your skateboard. You know, oh, you're into fucking, you know, you like playing guitar. Well, we'll hold that over your head. And maybe oh. in a year, if you're if you're good, we'll give you a guitar.
0: Those you know, motherfuckers like, give that guitar back. I need that for real. Like, yo, check this out. You let's be honest. You must have been a real pain in the ass if your mom sent you to that place. Like, were you up to no good or what? Like, what the hell were you doing?
1: I mean, you know, I was just an angry kid, you know, it was the type of thing where like, you know, I had, I, I kind of, you know, I grew up in in a household with a, you know, pretty, pretty abusive dad. And, oh, you know, and I was, I was very, you know, me and him were close. So it was, it's pretty messy because it's like, this dude's a motherfucker, but he's also my best friend. Mm. And so when the cops took him away, when I was 10 and you know i was only able to see him with like a, a supervisor there um and for 2 hours a week like we would hang out and they had to have like a person there watching us it was super weird and they uh because of that like you know and then one day he got sick you know he got sick of it and he just he he moved he just went away when i was 11 and i never saw him again
0: and Damn. sorry to hear that so man. because of that
1: i lashed out at Everyone else, you know, I pointed fingers at every person in my, in my, you know, 11 year old head, you know, you did this to me, you know, you different people, my mother, my, you know, my brother, anybody that was around people at school, you know, like it was everybody's fault, you know, and I just, I started taking it out on the world, Mm. you know, and, and just not knowing how to fucking control my anger and, and just was, I was just, you know, a fucking nightmare. And basically, by the time I was 13, it was the type of thing where my mom felt like she couldn't. She didn't know what to do with me. She was like, "This, you're just crazy." And I know she was trying to help. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they course, they, 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 tri- they trick they trick they the parents. They trick parents into thinking that this is going to be, you know, this thing where we're gonna we're gonna fix your kid. You know what I mean? We're gonna you know your crazy kid's gonna come back normal. And which literally, I don't believe that happened hardly at all. Like no one came out of this thing. Okay.
0: Not much it's of a super, success rate then, huh?
1: No, not at all. It's super mm. culty and super weird. And, you know, it wasn't like the facility had doctors at it. It had just regular people doing this job that they had no qualifications whatsoever to be doing what they were doing. And it was, uh, yeah, I mean, they, you know, but they dressed it up as something that was going to fix you and and, and it doesn't. You know, it doesn't. It just it makes a lot of people worse. And like I said, I think the only reason it didn't fuck me up so much is because I was just saying fuck you the whole time. And
0: yeah, and you're you're basically like the you're like, you're like a '90s hardcore guy. And
1: uh, so it's, I would say more like early early 2000s.
0: Early 2000s. Okay, <laughs> I'm just I, I, I went that route because usually that's the attitude of the '90s hardcore guy is usually like. Uh, I mean uh, you tell me to do this, I'm gonna do the other thing then. You tell me to do that, I mean, I'm
1: gonna do this. I mean all of my OGs when I was little were from that. So it's like gotcha, people that, that I learned for people that I learned from were older older than me. And yeah, that was that was their attitude. I mean, but that's just how I am, period. You know what yeah, I mean? It was yeah. like bef- before 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 I figured that's how that's how punk, punk punk rock and hardcore and everything was so appealing to me because I was like, "Oh, this is this is what I'm already like."
0: you know what i mean so it made sense for you yeah yeah 100% so you got out of that thing you go up to seattle any reason for seattle
1: um it's uh, yeah actually <laughs> um so my friend i mentioned earlier the one that showed me warzone um and this is this is before obviously we don't have cell phones or any of that type of shit social media none of that stuff and we uh i had talked to him on the phone a few months earlier and he was st- he was back in new york um and he was like i'm thinking about moving to seattle uh, I know these dudes in this band out there. I'm going to go live with them. Uh, whatever. And I was like, cool. Um, so I had a homie that I would roll around with and he had met a punk rocker that was in the military from Seattle. And he was like, yo, I- I'm kind of still in touch with this dude. We should go drop, you know, I'm going to go to Seattle. And I was like, huh? Well, my, I was like, I am pretty sure my friend from New York said he was going to move to Seattle. Um, Let's go, let's go see if he's there. Mm. And so, you know, I hopped on a Greyhound. We went up there, got off, walked to, we literally, this is back when you could do this. We asked somebody like, yo, where do punk Rockers hang out at? And they pointed us to this one area, one neighborhood. And, and we went, we walked, you know, walked like a mile or two to this spot and met up with my friend's friends. And I asked him, I'm like, yo, do you know a dude named Joe from New York? does that dude live in Seattle? Does he live here? And they're like, oh, we're going to his house right now.
0: No way. That's yeah, just
1: <laughs> Yeah. So we went over there. I hadn't seen that dude, in, you know, three, four years. Awesome. And that was it. You know, we went there, we were at his house and it was fucking, it's wrap after that.
0: That's that so you're it. in California. You call New York. Uh, he called you. He says, All right, I might go to Seattle. Mm-hmm. You say, yo, to your friend, let's go see if my friend's in Seattle. <laughs>
1: and yeah, he, he was there. And he was there. Yeah. Just worked out.
0: <laughs> yeah that is that's that's really cool and that is something yeah it would be back then yo where the where skinheads hang out where the punks hang out where the shows at yep. where's the record store yep that's
1: i miss cool. it i miss that you know that's yeah. something that yeah, was yep. something that was very very you know i don't know it was just that you had to kind of look for things you had to you
0: know well it seemed like if something worked out like that how that worked out for you seemed like everything was earned and you either was like, you failed on your own accord or you earned it, you know, <clears throat> because you you take a ballsy move like that to just go to Seattle, you know, because maybe, maybe your friends there and he's there. That's yeah.
1: I mean, it's, you know, and that's like, it's that it was that age where you don't care. You know what I mean? You don't you, yeah. you're like, you know, I was like, it was the type of thing, you know, I remember that I look back on it when I was 17 years old, where I'd be like, you know, oh, okay. We don't really, you know, we, we, we live in a car, we live on the street and and it didn't matter you know what i mean i didn't give a fuck like i was i was fine with it i'm like you know what i got a fucking sleeping bag uh we broke into this building we're gonna sleep in there who gives a fuck you know i didn't care about much then other than music and uh just you know hanging out going to shows drinking whatever um that fucking homeless shit got old though that shit got, that shit got tired real fast. Well, yeah, not real but, fast, but fast enough. It, you know, one winter in Seattle, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> like I was like, oh, it snows here. This is this is pretty fucked. And after that, I was like, that's I, I, I was like, I gotta stop drinking. That was what I needed to do. I was like, I need to. That was another. That I was gonna say. That's another thing that tied me into hardcore was that I started hanging out with a lot of straight edge people, and. I was like you know i mean i this this is always a weird weird one i was like i'm gonna be straight edge that was that was what i decided i was like i i like these people i'm gonna i'm gonna do this too i need to get my shit together i need to get off the street i need i need to be just, I, what's holding me back mm-hmm. and at that time was i was an like, alcohol is holding me back this is something that's that's keeping me from getting this from just having a semi-regular life um and i i stopped i stopped drinking and was like i d- decided to be straight edge and after that literally like 1 month after that my 18th birthday i had an apartment you know what i mean i had a job you got us together quick very fast like it, it was it, and w- with some help you know i had yeah. i had i had a you know me and my my girlfriend at the time were like sleeping on the floor of this apartment and it actually upset one of the roommates and he was like, "I'm moving out because you got these fucking homeless ass punk kids living on the on the on the floor. This shit sucks." He moves out. The dude who lived at the apartment was like, "Yo, do you want to move into the room? I'll, I'll I'll get you a job at the movie theater I work at." And that was it. It was you know it it came together. And but I think if I was getting fucked up, I wouldn't have been able to do it.
0: Are you still I as now?
1: No, nah, nah. I'm just uh, I don't drink. I don't I don't do anything. Um, fucking still fucking smoking a little bit smoking cigarettes
0: (laughs) but uh other than that uh yeah i'm I'm totally sober otherwise oh cigarettes are okay remember that band one for one from new jersey (laughs) yeah the singer was like a straight edge dude that smoked cigarettes
1: that's so weird
0: yeah he would have like he had like you know he like looked like the the stereotypical epitome straight edge kid and then he'd be smoking and everything he had like the exes tattooed it was crazy i'd never got it but I, I I
1: mean, I, 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 I like sold out when I was really young, you know, fucking dude. I mean, years and years and years ago, uh, I was like, Oh, I think drugs look really fun. And, you know, I spent a lot of years really deep in all that, you know, doing drugs, fucking drinking this and that. And I, you know, and I have, I have moments of fucking where I fuck it up again. Um, but I've been back on the wagon for, almost a year and that's that's just what i'm trying to do i, I like i like the way i feel right now like i'd I rather you know alcohol and, and alcohol isn't for me
0: right and good Dude, things are happening.
1: I, I think that if i was getting fucked up right now none of this would happen I I, mean, I I truly believe that i think that that because i don't because i don't because i don't do drugs and i don't drink anymore things are falling into place and I, yeah. I really believe in that shit. You know what I mean? Like that that's, 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 that's some of the relationships I have that spawned into this show happening this last weekend are from me being sober. There
0: if I hear that kids get off the fucking drugs, <laughs> <Take it from laughs> you know,
1: know it's the magical shit, man. Like, yo, for real, like these dudes, I mean, you know, without going into too much, I mean, we, we met because we have, we're on that same tip. We, mm. we became friends through that. and, because of that, we got together. We're doing some music things. This fucking show happens, and it goes the way it does, Beautiful. you know. And it's like it's all—I I trace it all the way back to the beginning of it. I'm like, why, why would, why do I even know you in the first place? And it's because we're not getting fucked up.
0: There you go. No, nah, it makes yep. sense. But yo, let's get back. You're, so you so you go to Seattle. Did you like Seattle? I, I went to Seattle a couple times, but like in and out, one two days. I—I I thought it was a cool city.
1: It, it used to be great, and it sucks. It fucking sucks a dick now. It's a fucking trash can now.
0: Oh. It's
1: trash. It's, it's not cool.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. It was,
1: it was, it was, it was an amazing place to live in the late '90s and in the early 2000s. Uh, I had some of the best times of my life there, but I it started getting real stale. Um, I, I I moved here. I go back to visit now. I don't even recognize it. Like it's not the same wow, shit. And maybe,
0: shit. Okay.
1: I think it's like you know it seems to, um, and I might be you know I might I might be wrong here, but it felt like you know all the like culture and subculture and life of the place has just been like sucked out of it. Now it's just like Amazon City, and ah, yeah, and it's it's very uh, it it doesn't it doesn't feel the same. I go back and I try I go back and try to do the same things. Like I haven't visited in a couple years, but. When I would go visit, I just go. I'm like, I'm gonna go back to the block where the bars are at that we used to kick it at, and just see who's around. And I pull up, and I'm like, you know, some of the same people are still around, but it's it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel. It's not fun. It doesn't feel fun to me. And I and I you know, and I may be wrong. Like maybe maybe I was just there on a bad week. You know, I don't really know. But from what it was, especially with punk and and and, and hardcore and everything else there, and and just like general like nightlife shit like every just going out and whatnot it used to be one of the most fun places i've ever lived but i kind of watched it die you know what i mean
0: damn seattle fucking wake up what are you guys doing up there
1: smoking weed all day to old seattle was cool you know i I was and you know i don't know i mean i don't think it'll ever be like that again so but i'm not i'm not worried about that you know i don't live there
0: (laughs) you know i don't know much about the west coast i've been to seattle like three times i've been to california like three times uh, huh. and that's that's it. But uh, you know, I remember going through San Diego and thinking, "Yo, this is beautiful down here. The weather's it's like the weather's nice." I saw like mountains and shit that looked real pretty down there. Uh, L.A. <laughs> I was like in and out all the time, so I don't know like anything <laughs> about L.A. You know,
1: San Diego is really beautiful. It's uh, my mother lives there. I'm, I'm happy for her. She's you know she's she's in her 80s, so it's 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 a nice place to just relax and have like beautiful scenery around you, but the times that I've stayed there as an adult for more than about a month, uh, I go crazy. There's nothing to do. It's just, oh, it's not very, okay. it's, it, it, it's, I need, I need chaos. I need like noise and action, con- constant action, or else I, the worst thing that can happen to me is, is get is me getting bored because then I do dumb shit. And I, uh, that's why LA is perfect. It's like, it's, there's, there's, You wake up and there's something to do every single day. And it's, it's always moving. This last year obviously was a little funny, but, uh, other than that, like LA is where it's at. This is, this is just, it's also a place too, where it's like, if if you're trying to not live within the box of like being like a regular person, if you want to be weird and go do some weird shit and make it work for you, this is the place to do that at you know what i mean like that's gonna you know if you want to make a living doing what you want this is this is where you do it at that's mm. what i've noticed you I know and
0: pack it's my bags and get out there
1: dude it's it's, it's great it's hollywood fucking. here i come
0: i want to get in the movies
1: <laughs> yeah
0: nah i got no shot with this face they never give me nothing
1: oh you'd dude. be surprised
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yo what do you what about new york you like new york
1: i actually love new york i uh
0: because <laughs> when when you the way you described la that's kind of how i feel about new york i love new york always right. action never know what you're gonna see
1: i have, i i would say you know I, I i so i had this idea in my head from I, i'd only been in new york when i was a little kid mm-hmm. and um i had this idea in my head like growing up that i'm like i don't think i like new york and uh i started visiting again uh probably only in the last like maybe five years or so i started going out there uh just to just to just for certain things or you know i played played play a show out there that sort of shit um and i actually really love it i i always have a great time there um you know i got a lot of friends that move out there a lot of friends that are from there and yeah new york is cool it's it's it's, it's move it moves fast
0: yeah, and it's got I, a vibe it's got a different vibe
1: I dig that. It's, I love it's a all little, the
0: dirty cities. I love Philly. I love New York. I love, like, Baltimore, right? the dirty spots, you know?
1: it's What I noticed with New York is it's, like, it moves fast, but everyone's on foot. And L.A. moves fast, but everyone's in a car. Mm. That's the only difference. Like, because it's, because it's, there's a lot, a lot of neighborhoods here are very smashed together. But then, um, this city's very spread out. Like, and we don't have a good, we don't got, like, we have a subway here, but it's not, like, it's not like New York's. So, it's, like, it, it's kind of fucking useless. So you sort of just need to have a car here and it's like, you know, you go, you go pick a location and then you fuck around out there on foot, but like, you got to drive, you know what I mean? Like it's everyone has their bubble here. I have mine, you know, I have, I have my little area. Like I live in Echo Park, which is kind of right outside downtown, but it's like kind of, you know, it's only about 15 minutes from Hollywood. So I got my little zone, you know, and I don't really, I don't really fuck around anywhere else. I go other places but I but I stick to here. Echo Park. Yeah.
0: EPK son Echo Park Killers. Let's start <laughs> it <shit> up. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like it here. It's all right. It's a it's it's kind of it's a cool neighborhood. It's it's it, it's like it's like super gentrified but also not. It's weird. It's weird. It's, weird. it's very it's an odd place. Uh I've LA lived in the, always, same well, house. The,
0: the neighborhoods in LA always have cool names though. I'll give it to Echo Park. I like that shit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Sounds definitely. Cool. I like where this where the show is at, Frogtown. I like Frogtown
0: is hard, yo. Frogtown yeah. is hopping in Frogtown, baby. Yes, it is. Oh, no. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck was up with that? That thing. That's like a thing that's in, in a lot of movies, that area, right? Where the show was?
1: Um, it was Okay, so it was it actually looked familiar.
0: And I know I've never been there. So I'm like, How does this look familiar?
1: I saw it. Um we actually about a week before uh uh Remember it was in an episode of that show Snowfall. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but uh it's like one of my favorite shows. so I went back and watched the episode again. they actually shot filmed some shit right there uh, for that show. I'm sure it's been in movies too um it's just a weird little fucking spot man. It's like uh because it's like unless you mean to walk into there, you ain't walking into there and it's kind of yo it's kind of it's kind of gnarly in there like if there's not a function going on like that like, I wouldn't suggest walking in there at night if you're like a nobody. That ain't the place. That ain't the place to go. You want to snap
0: some pictures real quick? I would do it during the day. Yeah. You know,
1: I would say for your own for your own well being, I would do it during the day.
0: At night, you (laughs) gotta keep your ass out of there.
1: It's just you know, there's a lot of folks that live under there for one. Um, You know, a lot of neighborhood shit going on around there. You know, you just gotta
0: Mm.
1: you just gotta eyes in the back of your head. You know, because it's like especially if like you don't know nobody, it ain't you know. It had a place to go walk into at night. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but it was all good, you know. The night of the event, uh, then it, that was that's the time everybody everybody could go in there.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's. I mean, I I still can't get over that show. It was like a thing. It was heavenly, like as far as my perspective of what a show should be, you know. And just probably you you could never really achieve that anymore. It seems unless I could see a show like that going going on in like. I don't know, the Ukraine or something like that, you know, some lawless, insane event that we would be like, damn, the Polar. Yeah, crazy. But then see it see it in the USA. And I was so, so gassed up to see that the show's popping in the USA bef- you know, before any other, you know, there's small. There was small shows in PA and stuff. Some underground events. Kids were trying to keep quiet. But yeah, just I heard about those. When people <laughs> were just like, finally, fuck it. Let everybody see what we're doing. I love that. It was like one in new york and one la that's just like it, it, i'm a, I'm a hardcore cheerleader cheerleader man if you're in a band and you're doing good if you got a zine if you did it made a video i'm you know i'm all about yeah. it you know what i mean so when i saw that i was like yo everybody gotta see this shit
1: yeah dude i mean being there was crazy <laughs> being, being in the middle of that playing in the middle of that yeah was fucking crazy, bro. You know what's like, funny?
0: I, I saw footage of like somebody just filming you, you know, like your band. And it looked yeah. like, okay, this could be any small little club. But <laughs> knowing when you see the aerial shot, like what's going on, you know, so the perspective <laughs> of the person, like right in front of the band, just getting like crazy and kicking. But like the yeah. whole energy of the movement and the heartbeats all around and from up on top, you know, like the artificial balconies of the the broken up bridge areas and shit. Like Yeah. So- well to
1: the left of to the left of us was just the straight up freeway. That was the freeway. So you see people standing up there, they're standing on the freeway.
0: Yeah. They're looking in and get their the asses run over and shit, right?
1: There was like a little wall there so you wouldn't die. But oh, like okay, okay. it was you had to kind of walk along the freeway to get up there and they they ended up shutting the freeway down for it, like the 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 cops shut the freeway down.
0: And cops <laughs> don't play out there, man.
1: Nah, they were. Then you know, you know, what was probably I would say my favorite thing was that 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 the copter that the fucking ghetto birds showed up so quickly, <laughs> because uh, having just having the show lit up by the fucking helicopter light was fucking priceless. You can't you can't make that happen. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. plan that.
0: That we was got, we that got was a free light system tonight. Yep, for real. <laughs> it was, and did you know, did that thing make anybody scatter or people like I don't give a nah, fuck about no helicopter?
1: No, no dude. What the fuck it's a fucking helicopter? Fuck. You know what I mean? I mean, something about LA that is uh it's very specific to here is that the copter is always in the air.
0: Oh okay. you
1: always you you always hear it. They they basically just fly them around all night waiting to shine a spotlight on something. You know what I mean? Like and they use it. There's a lot of car chases here. There's always someone trying to get away. Um the street I live on, at least like once a month, there's a car chase in front of my house. Damn. And they uh, even last night, I was driving. I was driving to get food last night and, and they were chasing somebody down, probably down by somewhere by my street. Um, And it's just it's every night. man. like they're always they're always doing something. Uh, So people are really used to it. There's that there, people are 100 percent desensitized to the fucking copter
0: because. And they, and they put that big ass light on.
1: Put the light on, and you're just oh, like everybody. Man. Just starts giving them the finger. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, shut that light, you nosy pervert. What the fuck? People, you to see?
1: People start shooting fireworks at them. <laughs> you know that is mean? so
0: so sick. Yeah.
1: Yo. You know they're like you know I like, fuck this thing. You know what I mean? Like who cares? You know. I love that some
0: kids were like, oh, I'm going to the show, and I'm gonna bring some firecrackers and shit. <laughs> like, oh, <man. laughs> yo, it was so sick. And yeah, well, yo, I heard rubber bullets were being shot. Anybody get? Yeah. Killed? So so
1: during uh during during dead City's set uh the cops finally had uh, seems like they had a, they had enough and they were uh they started shooting at dead city they started shooting at the band uh and the crowd kind of around that was watching them still and that that was uh basically no i don't believe my homies, my homies told me that <laughs> I think his symbol got hit uh, while I was playing drums. But uh, I know like a couple couple people got shot. But uh,
0: oh damn!
1: Yeah, I mean that's just you know that's that's just their their fucking standard moves. You know they're like, all right, how are we gonna disperse this crowd? Well, we shoot them a couple of times, then they'll move. Which didn't work. Like yeah, because how would anybody that,
0: even know they're getting shot at with all the music going well, on and this shit?
1: They figured they figured it out pretty fast.
0: But oh, yeah. but
1: but uh, <laughs> but like. But you know, Dead City's the realest, man, they played, they played through it. They're like, nah, they're like, you didn't matter, you can shoot at us, we're gonna play anyway.
0: Wow, that's so, hard. The respect yeah. to Dead City. That is
1: hard. Yeah, dude. That's it. You know, that's just and that's that's just that's that right there is exactly who they are. That's 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 what that band is, you know. Fucking you ain't gonna stop them. They're fucking unstoppable.
0: It's no. so dope man i like that name too that's hard fucking dead city come to philly they they, they travel a lot or not um
1: they haven't been a band that long
0: mm.
1: they've only they they, they 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 were born in the fucking pandemic so oh wow so, yeah they're they're uh you know it's like a group of friends and then it turned it you know it's a band now too and and it's and it's uh they, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty new, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to take the show on the road. So they got to, you know,
0: they made quite there's, a name for themselves now.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, and you can't, you know, you can't, it's, it's like we are saying before, it's all organic, man. You can't make that shit happen. You can't, you can't force that on anybody. It just happens, you know, and they, they did their thing for the past few months and you know, all the praise and attention they're getting, I think no one deserves it more. You know, they fucking, they went out there and they did it. They made a lot of stuff happen. They work, they work real hard and they're doing it for, for, for everybody. You know what I mean? It ain't about money. It ain't about nothing. It's about fucking giving something back. And I fucking, I, I love it. It's inspiring.
0: Yeah. Respect. I like that shit, man. Yep. It's just like, they didn't let anybody tell them how to do it, where to do it or when to do it. Matter yep. of fact, like you said, being born in a pandemic, they were told not now, not there, and wait. And they didn't do none of that shit. Yep. They said when we <laughs> want, where we want, as soon as yep. we want. Like, motherfucker, respect. I love that shit. Hell yeah. Oh, man. See, that's what I'm about. I'm just about the, the complete, like, rebellion and lack of cooperation. And if you say don't come in, we're coming in. If you say stay out, you know, we're coming in. If you say come in then we'll stay outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, it's like, I'll just do reverse
0: go, like an asshole. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> you want me to go this way? I'm going that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, and it. it that's how I, that's how I personally have tr- always really treated everything, you know? And it, it's, it's just that that's what got me into this music in the first place. And, you know, I think that attitude does get lost sometimes. Um, now, nowadays with some people and, you know,
0: but does, I'm glad definitely. See, you know, I'm glad to see. Go go I'm
1: glad I'm glad to see that that attitude is still alive with a lot of people. It you
0: know? is, but not enough. Because what I'm seeing is there's, there's there's some, there's an element to this and these some of these bands that are like, they're not playing because they're scared of COVID. They're not playing because they're scared of Twitter comments, and that is some pussy ass shit. That's some pussy ass shit. Like, I know these dudes personally. Come on, man. Don't right. play that game of some suckers that don't mean anything to you. You know what I mean? Like,
1: right. I mean, like, it's like I was saying earlier. It's like you have uh, if someone's if someone doesn't like me or if someone doesn't like our band or what we're doing. I don't want to win you over. I don't want to beg you to like. me. I don't give a fuck. You yeah, don't like exactly. me. Fuck yeah. off. Like, I, OK, cool. We're, well, then we're not friends. I don't care. You know, it doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. And so they can talk all the shit they want. That's great. Talk away. Talk to the fucking air. I'm not listening. I don't give a fuck.
0: Section hate, baby. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. But yo, let's get up. back on this topic. Well, you got some little uh, more time. Oh uh, yeah. Like, uh, okay. You, you're up in Seattle. Boom. You're rocking it. You're having a good time. You start, you're getting more into the hardcore scene. Were there any mm-hmm. key bands that, that made you a lifer that pulled you into the scene key bands or a key show, key function, anything like that, that you can remember now?
1: I mean, there were, there were certain shows that I really, you know, that, that I remember really well from, from being a little kid that I, you know, there were tours that came through that I, that I, I remember specifically having a really good time at. Um, I remember there was one, I was 18 and it was a, uh, was a vision disorder, buried alive, Canderia, and Scarhead played wow. up there. And
0: I remember, I remember that tour. That Yeah, dude, that's weird, right?
1: Yeah, I was hyped on that because yeah. at the time it was like, that was a lot of what I was listening to. And it's actually, you know, it's funny, man. Like one of the bands I remember seeing a lot when I was younger and they don't, you know, there's not a lot of conversation about them now, but I remember like they just felt like they were always on tour was, uh, was Candiria. They used to play up there all the time. I felt like I saw them so many times when I was younger
0: they were workers and, man they worked hard
1: too yeah and you would see him with like i the first time i saw him was with like neurosis and then i saw him with uh you know and then i see him with like vod and scarhead and then i see him with uh the next time i see him with dude, i don't even i don't even fucking remember they were always just out with someone someone different you know either like a metal band or a hardcore band or whatever and they always just fit in with kind of whoever they were with or maybe didn't fit in with anyone you know i don't know what it was but They were, they were a band I always loved seeing when I was little. Um, there was, you know, a lot musically, I, I, a lot of, I just listened, you know, I I started listening to the music more and more and more and, you know, it just shows were happening all the time, you know, especially at that time, local, local bands, bigger bands, and the scene was super unified at the time. And, you know, I got I was pretty hooked on it right away just because, you know, I was a little kid. I didn't give a fuck about much. I, had, I worked at a record store and I went to shows. And that was that was my life. So by that point, it's like once you're in to a certain point, you know, a couple years into going to these things like that, going all the time. It's like then you realize it's like what like, it's like I said, like this last year, like when you took that away from me, when you took that away from us it was like, wow, I don't really like anything else. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is the thing I like. Hardcore is the thing I like. Punk is the thing I like. I don't mm. want anything else. And I don't want anything else. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not doing this for a little while until I, like, get my life together. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, you know, go work a fucking regular job somewhere and and then talk about back in the day. I give a fuck about back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I give a fuck about right now. You know, none of that, you know, I like I and I find like I find that attitude, you know, like a real tired thing. Like, you'll, you know, you come across some of those like like some old heads that don't hang out no more. that haven't been around in two decades that always talk about oh, it was better, but blah, 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 blah. It ain't better back in the and day. And act dude.
0: like it doesn't exist now. Like some. Yeah, dude. And it's I'm like been going out without you just because you ain't around don't mean shit. It's the most
1: clueless shit. And I fucking hate it. It's like the type of thing where like, you know, like, oh, it was better back. I'm like, I'm like, all I care about is how great it is today. That's it. That's you all know. I care about. This shit is and and it's popping, dude. Like things are good. It feels good. You know what I mean? Like went to the New York show. It felt good. Played the show the other day. It felt amazing. Like, yo, why would I why would I give a fuck about it 10 years ago, 20 years ago? I don't care about that. You know what I mean? I have nice memories, but I'm in it right now. Yeah. You know? What are and some key
0: bands right now that you that that are getting you gassed up and excited over anything?
1: Oh fuck. You, I always you feel bad joints? like joints. What, I'm like, what did I do? I'm trying to think my brain doesn't work right now. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, honestly, lately, like other than like, other than, uh, you know, the, my usual go-to music. I mean, I've just been jamming. I've been jamming the dead city recordings a lot. Um, I really like, I really like that shit. I mean, there's, there's bands I like, there's, there's always current, current bands I enjoy, you know, mm. I'm still dude. I mean, sometimes I just throw Madball ball, you know, I throw on, set it off. Like, dude, you, know you can't I mean? go wrong
0: like, with that you can't go wrong yeah. with that
1: you know things like that blood for blood i like you know i listen to you know i listen to that i listen to you know agnostic front cost for alarm a lot still even though you know it's 30 years old uh um, yeah. i fucking uh but current bands i mean there's there's so dude there's so many um let me th- fuck dude this is hard
0: I Listen, you list. can't even name one. It's okay. It's okay. You disappointed the kids,
1: dude. I mean, <laughs> it, it, LA, LA has a lot of bands going on. Always, there's always new things starting. There's like, uh, there's actually a band that, yeah, that no one's heard yet. There's a band called Law of Power, uh, that uh, uh, a friend of mine that used to live with me, uh, he started recently. And I, the recording's not out there yet, but I, I heard it. And that shit's that shit's hard.
0: That's L-O-P, gonna be a, son. That, yeah,
1: that's gonna power. be a, that's gonna be a good one. Um, Law of Power is gonna be, it's gonna be fucking awesome. I think people are really gonna like it. Um, you know, let me think.
0: Bands with bands love, with. Dude? Don't sweat no, that. No, like, don't don't sweat that 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 question. But yeah, yeah you, I'm sorry, man. You I brought just, up Madball. What I do <laughs> ask a lot of guests on the show, what's their yeah. favorite Madball?
1: Oh man. I, I, you know, it's it's a it's a. I would say, uh, lately I've been listening to set it off the most. But for a long time, my favorite one was hold it down. I actually really like that one. I think yeah, I think I that one's amazing. And, and look my way, I like a lot too. Uh, just you know, anything. Dude, those the fucking seven inches, man. Fucking ball destruction. Like I like that shit. You know, fucking yeah, that shit's hard. Those were good. I think. I think. I I I would say that I'm mostly listening to listen listen to everything up to hold it down. Um, is usually my go-to.
0: For them, good choices. Good choices. It's it's always mixed. It's a mixed bag what people say, but uh, Mm -hmm. look my way. Set it off. Hold it down. My personal. I always say what's my favorite madball whatever one's playing at the time cuz I, I love it <laughs> all. And like the the newest ones lyrically are ki- like I like they're really fucking good, man. It's yeah. almost like, you know, it's almost like prophecy some of the shit he's saying especially after what I'm seeing now. But uh right. but look my ways the joint cuz that just was the No, 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 my bad. Hold it down. That was like the like all of a sudden it became a little more raw than the ones before it for some reason you know usually you go the other way the more polished right. more polished more this one was like all of a sudden raw. hold it down
1: just hit, hold it down just has mad groove. Yeah. you know what i mean like it's got a lot it's a, it, it's a head nodder you know you put it on it it makes you react the same way that like rap music does you know what yeah, I mean? you yeah. start nodding your head and tapping your foot like it just does that to you automatically
0: and um, are, are you a mexican are you a mexican guy
1: yeah half my dad was mexican but yeah okay. my mom so, my mom's so, a white lady
0: white devil now nah, she's a good lady she was dealing with your ass all those years nah hey, she's man. a yeah
1: white white angel
0: <laughs> <laughs> white angel for real yo uh so check it out did did a band like Madball have any meaning for for that for, for the latino aspect of it or no i mean
1: that wasn't why i got into it you know what i mean that was that you know i i do i do i do find that type of stuff cool you know what i mean but i would say there were, there were other bands that that was more like that for me with with uh as far as like uh that aspect of it um Mm. that like i caught my attention young shit like like los crudos and uh, like stuff stuff like that like it was when i was younger you know when i was you know 15 years old like things like that would catch my attention like oh shit this is this is this is for us you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, well, that's uh, like
0: that's like more like the nation, like Mexican, right? That's like so. With Madball, you're like, ah, what's this motherfucker, a Cuban and a Peruvian in mind own mean, business?
1: I, it's 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 you know <laughs> it's all it's it, 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 it's it's all it's all great. All yeah, of it I'm is. I, li- I li- am li- being crazy. Yeah, I like that element of it. You know, definitely.
0: Yeah, I was like how I don't I don't know Spanish, but when they sing a song in Spanish,
1: damn that shit is hard, right? We were just talk we we were just talking about that last night because. Um, dead city is doing a song in spanish and uh
0: brutal that's gonna be so hard
1: they sent me like a practice recording of it i'm like yo dude there's something about singing in spanish that just hits harder and and the song the song's amazing and they're just they're they're basically still writing it but they were just sent. you know i heard i heard some some stuff and yeah dude there's something about it man it just it just hits it hits different
0: um yeah and it seems like it's easier to rhyme in spanish too it's like everything like <laughs> machalocho <cachamucho."> like <laughs> the stuff is tight you know what i mean like there's always a ka at the end of shit
1: yeah um, i can't speak spanish what the fuck so i'm just listening like all right i, I kind of know what you're saying here you know yeah,
0: I'm yeah, like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah i <laughs> i try to pick up as much as i can
0: so but. before before we get you out what's what's going on right now though with section 8 <laughs> you see you met you, you you hinted on something some new material
1: yeah there's a there's something coming this summer uh there's there's some there's something coming this summer. There's uh dude, what the fuck? Sorry, there's this noise happening outside my house. I live next to a recycling center and so it's like the sound of broken glass and banging. Oh, so I honestly I don't it. even hear
0: anything. It should be good. Oh,
1: okay. I thought you could hear that. I, I can fucking hear it. It's motherfuckers. Um dude, just banging on a dumpster right now. Um yeah, um, we got you know, we got some stuff coming up. Uh got some new music.
0: Like an uh, album, a seven inch split. Yeah, we got. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean,
1: whatever. Yeah, we got. Oh, an you album.
0: can't say none. This is high top secret.
1: Yeah, we got. We got. Yeah, there, there, there's. 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 There's a couple things coming. So, you know, we'll be. We'll be. We'll be in your face this summer,
0: beautiful, for sure. Beautiful. When you get some shit out, let's come back on. We'll talk about that shit.
1: Hell yeah! Very down.
0: I don't mean. Yo, uh, what's up? Where Where do people find you at? Let everybody know that the uh, the processes.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I mean, just really the only functional thing we have is like the Instagram we have uh, and the band camp. So we got uh, the Instagram is uh, at section underscore hate and the band camp is uh, section hate gang dot dot com.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Everybody get on that shit. And yo, man, respect to you and blessings for all the cool shit that's happening around you. It's so dope to see. And and for anybody that's listening to this and they don't normally listen to this this podcast, but they're, you know, they're they're fans of, of your band and around mm-hmm. from LA, respect to LA for what I saw. Respect to, yeah. to all of LA for what I saw. Yo, that was great. That was magical.
1: Yo, straight up, I just got to mention it. Yo, respect to everybody who played on Saturday, man. Dead City, Barrage, Nate No Face, Clorox Dream, Self-Sabotage, Alpha and Omega. Wacko was supposed to play, and then, you know, cops happened.
0: But... Uh, uh, Wacko was going on at the end?
1: Yeah, they, they were they were supposed to play in there somewhere. I, I'm not 100% sure what happened. Okay. But, because uh, they were there. But, I don't know. It just, it things got a little messy. But uh,
0: yeah. Yo, respect shout to out. all of those bands because that's balls, man. It's ballsy move.
1: Yo, shout out to Dead City, Tiny World, Born and Raised, fucking yo, y'all really did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, for, for real. real. This one's gonna go down in in the books. Like there was a, it was a winner. You know how like the hardcore scene is so the perspective of it. It's so what do you call that when they're looking reminiscing and shit on the old shit this shit in 40 years people are gonna be talking they're gonna be talking about your show in 40 years they're gonna have pictures they're gonna nerd kids from around the country and the world and be like yo this show i guarantee it's that level it's that level hell yeah well i'm glad glad i got to be a part of it you know yeah bro (laughs) so respect to you i'll talk to you soon man all right and i appreciate uh you taking the time
1: oh yeah thank you for having me all
0: right brother i'll talk to you soon peace
1: all right brother take care
0: thanks a lot for listening We really appreciate it. Post-America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then... Get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck is this doing? This is Post-America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!